Hi guys, it's Eddie. I just wanted to uh, let you guys know that I am part of a competition called Face of Horror. I will have the link in the description below that you can go and vote for yours truly. Uh, it would be an honor to have my horror fans vote for me to be the next Face of Horror. Let's do this together all in the name of horror. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare, huh? the prime time, bitch! Nothing like a strangulation to get the circulation going. They're coming to get you, Barbara. This has is When there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk here. Welcome, everybody, to another edition, again, of uh, Eddie's 31 Days of Halloween. We got a great show for you guys today. And one of the things that I want to convey is how horror has always reflected society, right? Whatever is going on in society has always been shown and reflected in horror and done in such a way that it reminds you of just how petty we can be or or just reminds you of the times. I mean, at one time, a lot of horror films were coming out during World War II that represented what was going on then in the Vietnam War and then, you know, the satanic panic of the 80s and, you know, everything that happened in the 90s with, with horror films being blamed, you know, like what we saw in, in Scream. So it always makes a lot of sense when... We start to see things being reflected in society. And that is the case with today's horror film that we're going to check out. And, you know, for the fact that I love the television show Stranger Things. So I wanted to make sure that I at least checked out some films from some of the cast members. And that's what I found with today's film, which is called Spree, starring Joe Carey. And here it is. Let's check out the trailer. For all of you out there who don't know me. Get ready, because you're about to know me. Hey, I don't see any cops around. Should I blow this next one? <laughs> I'm Kurt. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. What's up, guys? We're going to inject this right on the label. Does this water have, like, a taste to it? Airtight. Well, watertight. <laughs> if you're not documenting yourself, you just don't exist. The mouthfeel on this, otherworldly. What we're doing here is important. We're creating a brand. You're following me, you guys. Fuck yeah! The fucking gun. You don't 
don't know what this job's like. You Put know, that fucking no, gun no. away. Where are you going? I'm taking you home. This is not the way to my fucking house, Kurt. Oh, no, not your home. My home. You have been warned that this could possibly contain some spoilers. So if you've not seen the movie and you do not want to hear any potential spoilers, then I suggest you go to moshpitsandmovies.wordpress.com. Again, moshpitsandmovies.wordpress.com, and you read the spoiler-free article. All right, so we're talking about Spree, which uh, apparently came out in 2020, and it stars Joe Carey. Uh, who you guys may remember, that's right, he plays everyone's most redeemed character in Stranger Things, Steve Harrington. That's right. We all loved him. We hated him the first season. He's a fellow Massachusettsite like myself. For, uh, he's a mass hole like myself. But nonetheless, uh, Joe Carey... Doing some, or is it Kiri or Carrie? That's what I'm going with. But anyway, so uh, Steve Harrington stars in this movie as uh, as Kurt Kunkel. Okay? And Kurt is your typical uh, kind of kid who just isn't really good at anything. Right? Kind of has no identity, to be perfectly honest. So he turns to social media. To try to create an empire. He figures streaming is the way to go, right? Because we've seen it with with all those streaming apps and YouTube and everything and how popular that's become over the last 10 years. Um, so obviously he feels with Kurt's World, which is the name of his show, that uh, he'll do something. And for 10 years he struggles to barely have any viewers. So... Kurt kind of snaps, and he has something called the lesson, which is uh, something he's trying to teach all of you, a lesson, but he really decides to start killing his, uh, so to, to remind you, Kurt is a rideshare driver, so basically your Ubers, you know, uh, all that stuff, he decides that in order for himself to start gaining some traction with his viewers he feels that he needs to start killing his you know his customers people who you know accept the rides and it starts to garner some you know some some viewership and and in order to get more and more he kind of ups the ante um throughout some of the the rides uh, but the film stars uh, Sashir Zamata. She plays a comedian named Jesse Adams, who you're going to see a lot of in this film. She's kind of, she's the epitome of what Kurt wants to be. So it's kind of, you know, the, uh, the opposites, right? Kurt's this loser. She's this person who, who's done tremendously well from all from just one catchphrase, all eyes on me. 
David Arquette plays Kurt's uh, father, Chris Crun- uh, Chris Kunkel. Then you have Kyle Mooney who plays Miles Manderville, who is a friend of Jesse Adams, but also kind of a creep in his own right. And then you got Misha Barton, Frankie Grande, Layla Kent uh, in this movie, Sonny Kim, uh, John DeLuca is also in the movie as well, Sean Avery. Uh, one of the things that kind of boggled my mind about this film and it was directed and written also by the way I should mention this by Eugene Kalalarenko. Uh so good on him but uh, one of the things I want to talk about that kind of boggles my mind we live in a world where social media is just everywhere right and we're so quick to things, but then it seems that we're also so slow to things. Now, I don't know if Kurt is hiding the bodies, but, I mean, he runs over a guy a couple times, so you would think somebody would have seen it. And then he also shoots another one on, on camera after poisoning however many. Right in the beginning. So it's kind of like mind-boggling that he's gone through this whole movie almost. And there's not been one suspicion of police or anything. Right? We don't see the cops. You know, this is one scene where he gets a little nervous because a police officer pulls up. and, And rightfully so, he's got blood on his car. So he's got a lot to lose, essentially. But we don't ever really see the cops. It's like, is nobody reporting this? Are people thinking it's fake? I mean, what's the deal? How is he not a suspect? You know, like, how is this all happening live? And maybe it's because nobody watches his damn show to begin with. You know what I mean? But, you know, that's that's the big question. I mean, these people are all going, essentially going missing, and he's doing nothing about it. Uh, Some of the kills are kind of cool. I thought uh, the one that involves Layla Kent, Misha Barton, and Frankie Grande, I thought that one was, was one of the most creative. You're wondering what in the hell is going on. So he's kind of like, yeah, just go through the sunroof and pretend like it's prom night. And you got this chick in the that's just sitting in the car with him that almost looks like she's interested in him. Uh, and all of a sudden, they kind of hit a sign. They're kind of di- disoriented a little bit. Uh, Frankie Grande and I believe Layla Kent. And then all of a sudden, Pitbull's out of nowhere. And they're just tearing them apart. Thought that was kind of cool. Um What's one of the... I'm trying to remember some of the kills in this movie. I, I think the one with Bobby, who's uh, also another person who is kind of the epitome of what he wants to be, right? Um, and so is an Uno, DJ Uno, played by Sonny Cam. They're kind of the epitome of what he wants to be. Like, Sonny Cam has his following because she was a stripper, I believe... I believe that's what her deal is. And then Bobby is just, you know, Bobby's world. Uh, he has this huge, massive following. You know, he uh, 
Kurt used to babysit him, and Bobby's finally like, and it's funny because throughout the whole movie, Bobby is just shitting on him throughout the whole movie, just totally crapping on him, and finally gets his, right? Because Kurt's like, starts to figure out, well, maybe I should take over his, oh, you know, Bobby, you promised, you know, you'd, you'd put me on your feed, bro, and we'd take over your feed, and then, you know, he, he takes over all right. So there you go. That's uh, pretty much the thing. That was, like, really my only problem. I like the way it was shot because it feels like you're watching an actual, like, webcam show kind of um, at times. I really did like it. Um, and then one of the things, too, is is kind of, you know, the ending kind of makes it look like you've been watching. So the film kind of points to this idea that you know, he kind of made a star for himself because he becomes this kind of cult figure in a way. I don't know if I want to say cult figure, but he just this legend gets created about 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 Kurt and this killing spree that he went on. Right? He's kind of immortalized on a site that's very much like Reddit, except they don't call it Reddit in the film. Um, and all of a sudden it turns out it looks like the whole film was this tribute video that was created by somebody. So it almost looks like, yeah, like they took all the footage, right, made a tribute film, and at the very end it's kind of like, yeah, I'm going to get all the all the footage from Kurt's world and I'm going to do a best of compilation, right, and that's what it seems like. So I thought that was kind of cool. It was kind of a, a, a little twist, like, we were watching sort of a documentary in and of itself. And, uh, yeah. But I got to I gotta say, the MVP of the film should always be the star of the film. That's my opinion. Your MVP should always be your main star. And let me tell you something. If you don't love Joe from Stranger Things, you're going to love him in this movie. And I'm going to tell you why. He is absolutely convincing. I mean, it's eerily convincing that he's this loser. He pulls this, pulls off this awkward. I mean, it was great. His acting is phenomenal because he pulls off this awkwardness that's just, it almost felt authentic. And I was blown away by it. I was like, wow. He, like, really pulled off, like, the little awkward. You know, like, you ever met a kid who uh, is trying to be cool? And he kind of interrupts the conversation. But he kind of, like, starts, like, like yeah, like, this. Uh, oh, yeah, man. Like, this vape juice is uh, totally awesome. Yeah, that's that's it. You know, like. He kind of pulls off this awkwardness that's so authentic, you believe it. And that to me, and he did that throughout the whole film. He just made you believe that he was getting more deranged as the film went on. And that he finally just lost his shit towards the end of the movie. And, and that is the power of Joe Carey right there unbelievable performance I give him an A plus for his performance I'm going to give the film however I'm going to give it a B plus 
for an overall grade. I want to thank you guys once again for tuning in. Remember, go to moshpitsandmovies.wordpress.com. If you want to read the articles as well, you can check out past movies that I've also reviewed. And there's another uh, segment on there called Cheeseball Cinema. Check it out. Um, And I will see you guys all tomorrow.